Welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Why do they hate Miranda? You're listening to I Couldn't Help But Podcast. Carrie is the fucking worst. An unofficial Sex in the City podcast. Hosted by Joe Daniel Montalongo and Paige Clarno. Charlotte, shut the fuck up. Um, what am I listening to? Sick. But like, stupidly? <laughs> Are you ready? Let's do this. Don't yell at me. Are you ready, girls? <laughs> 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 Welcome, everyone. My shoulders really... My body's itchy. You're I think this is it. This is the end? This is the anthem. Throw all your hands up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does that taste as bad as you said it was going to, or is it a cake in the mouth? Um, It is neither. It's just... It is? <laughs> it just is. Are you drunk? No. It's not a... It's not alcoholic. What the fuck is the point of trying new things if alcohol's not involved? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something an alcoholic would say, but okay. Um, I'm drinking water. So am I. But it is a sparkling antioxidant infusion with Jamaican blood orange. And it says on the side, brace yourself for a fierce flavor that's like an exotic kick in your mouth pants. And it's not. But it's fine. Your mouth pants. It's only slightly better than a La Crow. Can you do that one more time and then <laughs> dislodge your jaw like you fucking did? No. A La Croix. A La Croix. No. It's basically just one step above somebody screaming a flavor at you as you drink bubbly water <laughs> from the that. other room. <laughs> Hello, everybody. What's up, you bitches? Bam, bam, bam. How's it been? Good. Yeah. I finally got up on my beauty rest. I think Excellent. I could always do with more. I'm probably going to go home and take a nap. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's good. Life's good. Good. I had a BFAS with the professor this morning, and it was really nice and really good, and we talked about a lot of things. Oh, a, okay. A breakfast. Yeah. I heard beef ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I didn't realize we were going to jump that hard into the sex of this early, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the day- stage, <laughs> beef ass. <laughs> beef ass. Um, me and John came up with new drag names, and mine's Janet from Another Planet. Perfect. And then his is just dumb bitch. Oh. And I love his so much because he'd be like, Welcome to the stage, dumb bitch. <laughs> I fucking love you, dumb bitch. Yes, dumb bitch. Yes. That sounds like more of a derby name <laughs> than a drag name. I like them both. Why not both? Okay. You just go that. out in roller skates, you're crying along to some Britney Spears song, and then you just sock three people in the front audience. <laughs> Like, what an incredible show. Challenge, get on it. That's what I want to do with my meet and greets after my concerts. <laughs> Just th- pick three random people and be like, hi, take a picture of BQ. And then be like, oh my god, my mom died to cancer. But then, like, listening to your music really helped me. Thank you. Bah! Right in the face. <laughs> Bitch, life comes at you fast. Oh my god. That is scary. Keep you on your toes, man. Truth. Um, I... I'm doing well. Still gearing up for this film festival. Who knows what's going to happen? What is going to occur? It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys probably won't know about it for a good long time. <laughs> because we... 
Uh, we'll probably not be updating you too much on that. So, <laughs> just the way that uh, our episodes are falling, it's it's not going to happen. So let's just pretend. I'm going to pretend the next episode that like I went and it was great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make up stories. It's going to be fantastic. And then we can do a check in. And then we'll just add it on as a mini episode. But like, hi, this is Paige. This is how it actually went, if you guys were concerned. Thanks. Perfect. I love it. <laughs> I one time got super, super high, and I said something that ended in S, so I just kept it. <laughs> and I didn't realize that I'd kept it for like three minutes. That's the <laughs> and then you passed out. No. <laughs> but I was with somebody, and then they're just like looking around, but like the high looking around where your eyes are partially closed Mm -hmm. and you can't see anything and you can't observe anything, but you're going to look at it anyways, hoping that something, there's a big old sign saying, this is what the problem is. And I could just see them seeing it. And then I'm like, Oh, (laughs) they're looking for the fucking puncture tire that is making this sound, not realizing that it's me right next to them. And then I just going and walking around to different places. And they're like, do you and hear that? like, what is that? And then I was like, I'm going to go look over here. And then, so I stopped. And they're like, it stopped. And I was like, I'm going to go look over here. <laughs> and they're like, yes, yeah, it's over there. And oh then I walked God. over to someplace else. And I was like, <laughs> and like, it's moving. Do we have bugs? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Man, I had a blast. Everybody else did not. <laughs> That's usually how it goes. <laughs> that's me watching any movie that's me having a fun time that's me at a party <laughs> that's me never mind i was gonna make a really really terrible joke oh no do it that. anyway no no no, no. no. what right. are we doing today what's going on what's the uh, what's the hot gossip so today we are recapping season four episode 17 a vogue idea carrie butts heads with her new editor at vogue Richard asks Samantha for a very special birthday present. Charlotte shows Miranda that she will be a good mom. And that's what you missed on Glee. That's like the first time they've included everybody. Speaking of, I have a friend who is currently rewatching Glee with her girlfriend. Yeah. And then I, my best friend started rewatching Glee Glen. Glen. Glee Glen. Glee Glen. Again. And I was like, I really miss that show. I love that show. I it was it was a hot dumpster fire garbage. Yes. But I loved that hot dumpster fire garbage and it kept me very warm mm-hmm. and it introduced me to so much music and i recognize it now and i was like i know this from glee yeah and then like i'll do my homework and then i'll be like oh this part of this album this is super cool i got this but it introduced me to so much especially in the world of musical theater i don't know any music theater because <laughs> i was in the same three albums but i was like this is this is incredible. I love it. The one-liners, incredible. Sue Sylvester is played by Jay Lynch. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Everybody before they got crazy. Love yes. it. I know. Everybody got really crazy. I mean, I think they were crazy before and during. But yes. once, once they were out of glee, they were just like, all right, I'm going balls out. Yeah. Did you hear Adele's getting a divorce? I know. I'm so sad. It's really sad. That news broke when I was watching cable out in the living room was watching the princess diaries <laughs> and i was actually watching the princess diaries with a future uh guest starring couple jesse and mac and jesse brought it up he was like oh adele's getting a divorce and both mac and i like look over at him like wait what what are you talking why did that come out of nowhere we're watching princess diaries and he's all it came up on like the ticker across like the bottom and we were like we were watching the movie <laughs> 
What are you even saying? <laughs> it was so great. Uh, but then I was like, oh, poor Adele. If Adele can't do it, I can't do it. If Chris Listen. Pratt on a Ferris couldn't do it, I can't do it. Love is a farce and it is not real. Yes. I mean, love is real. <laughs> love is real. Marriage is a shame. Don't do it. I think that the way that the world is going, it is very difficult to grow with someone mm-hmm. because everything is changing. That being said, it is possible to like grow old with someone and do it as long as you're both willing to do equal parts of the work and learn together as a team. And I think that a lot of people don't have the emotional space for that. Mm-hmm. I believe that everybody is for a reason and for a specific time. People mm-hmm. will come into your life and the best people are there. Maybe not forever, but they're there to help you grow and to learn. And then you're there to help them and to grow and to learn. And then once you have capped out, that's okay. And you are allowed to split ways. Mm-hmm. And I believe that for any type of relationship. Yes. And so... Uh, I don't know. Just that concept seems so difficult because you invest so much in it. There's so much going on. There's a lot of like government things that you need to go through with it. Mm-hmm. And it just makes it very, very difficult. And then to force yourself to be stuck in this bubble where you can't separate or can't have your own space mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. It makes it really, really difficult. And then just to say, we're di- we're getting a divorce seems like a big failure and an upset mm-hmm. and i don't think it should be i think it should be like no, no look you had a great time and you recognize that this wasn't working out anymore that's that's okay mm-hmm. but people can never take it that way mm-hmm. and it's always very difficult people are like oh you failed at your marriage like no bitch it's over well and to be fair i think a lot of people will like cite irreconcilable differences and so they'll end up fighting and they'll end up getting their feelings hurt and getting and just being super shitty towards one another when they should have gotten out when they realized that it yes. wasn't working anymore. Yes. And I think that's where divorces get messy and feel like a failure is because you tried so hard to make it work when in reality you were just like throwing mud in the other person's face for an extended period of time. You were holding as, on when you should have let go. Yeah, exactly. I felt, I really do, like, it was still incredibly sad. Mm-hmm. And I'm still incredibly sad about my divorce. I, it's not something that I wanted to happen, but it was a conclusion. Like, I wanted it to end at that time so that he and I could still be the friends that we are right now without it feeling shitty or me feeling resentful or him feeling resentful Mm -hmm. or hurt. So I appreciate that we ended it when we did and that we're adults and still good friends. A lot of people don't have the maturity to do that. And society keeps telling them that it's a failure if you get a divorce. And so they won't and And they'll continue to make each other miserable. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it, It is so sad. I always want everything to work out for people. I want people to be happy. I want people to be happy by their terms and definitions. Even if I don't agree with them, that's not, that's none of my fucking business. Mm-hmm. But it makes me really sad when people can't do that and it doesn't work out for them. Even if I'm just like, a, even if in in my head, I'm like, I, I told you where I was right, which I would never say to someone when they're going through that kind of process or ever f- after something like that. It's still just like, I'm like, I wanted you to be happy your way. Mm-hmm. And that's so, that's, that sucks. Mm-hmm. That fucking sucks. And you can't do anything about it. 
It's true. That in mind. Anyways, did you guys want to have a happy anyways, episode? <laughs> now that we've been sad about on everything. Who do we want to start with? Um, let's start with Samantha. Samantha. I'm Samantha. I have sex with everyone. <laughs> but right now, only one person. Well, spoilers, but no. <laughs> uh, so, Samantha is about to celebrate Richard's birthday. He says he doesn't want anything. He doesn't want to celebrate. I feel this on a spiritual level because I never want to celebrate my birthday, but I do want a cake. Um, Do you want birthday cake flavored things or a birthday cake? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I want both birthday cake flavored things like Oreos and ice cream. But then I also actually want a birthday cake. Perfect. If it's an Oreo birthday cake, man, everyone wins. Except for... (laughs) (laughs) It's my birthday, so the important person wins. (laughs) You can have whatever cake you want on your birthday. I was talking about your body. Oh. <laughs> your body doesn't win. No, my body doesn't win ever, so might as well treat myself. <laughs> you know what? That's correct. You're right. So. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, they're at a restaurant. He's saying he doesn't want to do anything, but then the uh, hostess comes over. The hostess? So she's she's a, a hostess. She's, she's a whole She was sis. a waitress in this scene, but then she was a hostess in the next scene, so she's who versatile. knows what she is. She's a how. Trust me, from working in a restaurant, you cannot be both. Both. No. <laughs> Not gonna happen. That's just impossible, David. I want to be a host. <laughs> Hosting is better than waitressing, I feel. Because then you're just like, here you go. Here's your seat. Fuck off forever. Bye. Kill yourself. Thanks. <laughs> Kill yourself. Meh. Although I did get screamed at because a guy said that I told him that the wait was going to be a certain time. And then he came back 10 minutes later mm-hmm. and was like, I've been waiting here for 45 minutes. And I'm like, well, that's literally impossible. I wrote you down at a certain time, told you it was going to be 45 minutes. It's t- literally 10 minutes later. But he screamed at me with an entire line full of people behind him. I was 16. Traumatizing. Men are garbage. Yes. I held it together until I could go into the back and take a 15-minute break, and I bawled my eyes out. Of course, because you're 16. Yeah. It was very, very sad. Um, But anyway, this... uh, majestical unicorn of the restaurant who does Alexa. all the things Alexa. she's the only person who worked there i didn't see a single other person no literally she's, she just runs the entire thing she's a bad bitch she, she's amazing she wears a very very low cut top with perfect boobs good for fucking her does she have boobs she had small boobs but they were great boobs they worked with her outfit yes, yes they were gorgeous i really admire and respect those people that have the smaller boobs Mm -hmm. that hold up really nicely and they wear those like slit down to their belly button shirts Mm -hmm. because I can't do that. And I wish I could, but I think that look is so fucking sexy. Yes. So fucking sexy. If I did, I would look like I was being pulled behind by like a tractor or something. It would be a devastating look for me and not in a good way. (laughs) It would just be unfortunate. So, Hats off to small-titted ladies, is what I'm saying. Ow! Good for you. Um, so she makes sure that they're all good and everything's good, walks away, and Richard says, 
I know what I want for my birthday, a threesome with her. To which Samantha's like, okay, challenge accepted, bitch. You're gonna, like, cheat on me with me or without me. So might as well be with me. (laughs) Might as well be a part of it. Yeah, might as well be a part of it. Except it's not cheating because you guys are monogamous. You can't use that in that context. No, it's messy. (laughs) So she goes and she asks very coyly, asks the girl in the next scene, who's now a hostess. <laughs> um, and she says, she's like, if you have an opening. And this girl goes, I'm wide open. And I'm like, ooh, dirty. I like her. She knows what she's about. <laughs> I was dirty in a respectful way. I was yeah. just like, go you. Confidence. Samantha's like, it's going to be a small party. Intimate gathering. A private party. Mm-hmm. I three. If you're mm-hmm. open. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, I am picking up what you are putting down, bitch. I am wide I'm open. open. Woo! I'm wide awake. I was in the day. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, so, so they meet up for this threesome. Samantha's like, listen, here are the rules. You're not allowed to kiss him on the mouth. This is about sex. It is not about love for you. Blah, blah, blah. Like knocks off all of these things and the girl says what if he kisses me which is a fair point all three of them should be having this conversation i mean yes this is also correct also no kissing on the mouth that's one of the hardest parts about sex is kissing see and i don't know if it's maybe just a you and me thing i think we need to throw it out there to everyone in the audience because you and i are perfectly synced on the fact that holding hands and kissing are the best parts of any relationship. Yeah. They're so, like, sexy and intimate and fantastic. And, like, kissing is so, so great. I'm going to go off on it for, like, a hundred years. Because I haven't been kissed in, like, six months. So, <laughs> I'm dying. Um, but, yeah. It's absolutely the best part. But some people don't agree, I guess. Well, or, and, or in maybe context, it's like, just, it like, is the best part. So, that's, like, the special part for me. Because I'm the one that's in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but... But also the best part about sex is kissing. It's like right. when you're there with each other, and you can do these things and you're just like, I'm going to make out. Because uh, I have had sex with people who are like, no kissing. And I'm like, this isn't fun. Yeah. This is I feel not. like maybe they just watch too much Pretty Woman or something. Like they think that that's the, like, I won't fall for you if I don't kiss you on the mouth. Like it's such a weird concept. <laughs> oh no, bitch. You're going to fall for me once I fucking eat your ass that great. And then you just <laughs> nut and you're like, I didn't even touch anything. Yeah, no, you're going to be in love with me. <laughs> See? But then I'm going to be like, fuck you, you didn't let me kiss you. Now I was going to eat your ass this way. Nobody. Nobody. And then they're going to be like, baby, come back. You can blame it on, on me. I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm going to. I'm not going to take the blame. It's yeah. not my fucking fault. <laughs> yeah, I would be interested to think what other people think of this, because I think it is like the first step towards intimacy. It's so weird. It's like literally... Like, the equivalent of not learning how to swim, but just going and jumping off the the high dive first. Uh, yeah, and then you drown and you die. Yeah. It's just <laughs> ridiculous. That's exactly it. That hurt. You scream. <laughs> Something so rude. Was just like, I just want to... <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm in a weird funk. A funk. Um, that's pants. That's Samantha. So, yeah, so they have very awkward sex where... Um, Samantha like basically shoves her off the bed 
like slightly on purpose she was by trying accident. To come up because she was blowing Richard, and then she was yes. coming up for a kiss. She's kind of pushing Sam that way, and Sam just <laughs> knocked, knocked her off the bed. Knocked which it, it was weird because the perspective we got was right overhead, over overhead the bed, over yeah the bed. Looking down on the bed. And it looked like that girl fell for like three stories before she hit the floor. <laughs> oh my god, yes. And I was like, how it was fucking so far. tall is this bed? It was like the tall of a, or as tall as a counter. Yeah. Is what it seemed like. It looked. But then we cut to her and she could just see directly. Across. Yeah, yeah. the bed. So I was like, <laughs> what is this perspective? This perception's got to be fucked up because that bitch, I thought she was going to splatter when she fucking hit the ground. <laughs> it was too high. It was too high. <laughs> But yeah, so that blows up in their faces, and for some reason that makes Richard say that he wants to be exclusive with Samantha, which is so wild because the last episode is when he said he loved her. Are you telling me that you love somebody, but you're still going to see other people within the context of their monogamous relationship thing? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't know what it's trying to do yet. It's trying to... To have a story where Samantha's like, I finally want to be with one person. I want to finally be in love. Mm -hmm. But I'll give it to her all the way just yet. It's giving Richard this, oh, I'm going from this playboy to this person who's maybe kind of more securing it down. But I'm still partially a playboy to like, I only want to do this with you. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to make this the whole fucking arc. It's handling, and because of that, it's handling it in, in weird steps. They're like, we should have been here. Yeah. Or this should have happened out of order. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you guys wanted. Yeah, it was. It's all over the place. But apparently now they are exclusive, which will last maybe one episode. Yeah, because next season. <laughs> never mind. We'll get there when we get. <laughs> we'll there. We'll get there when we get there. Um, you know, move on to. I think we can kind of do Miranda and Charlotte together. Yes, we can. So Miranda shows up to breakfast. Um, saying, oh my gosh, I have to go to Crib World. So stupid. I have to get a crib for this dumb baby that's coming. This dumb baby. <laughs> that's how she's like, like kind of how she's going about it. And she's just like, this stupid baby is going to need so much stuff and I have to buy it all. And it's so stupid. And Charlotte's like, why don't you just have a baby shower and people will buy you things? Which is the most hilariously privileged thing I think I've ever heard Charlotte say. Absolutely. <laughs> or like, why don't you just throw this party so people will just buy you things, which is hysterical. Accurate, but hysterical. This is why I didn't have a bridal shower, because it's a fucking money grab, and it's gross. <laughs> I want to have a bridal shower only for that reason. <laughs> yeah, which is why I didn't have it, because I do not want people just buying me random shit. I feel like if I ever got married again, though... I would totally do it just to get a whole bunch of massage coupons. Massage coupons. What a great actual thing that a mom could need. Yeah. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. I would give the baby up for adoption and keep the coupons. No, I wouldn't. I'm just kidding. I would never do that. <laughs> it would be- I absolutely would. I'd be like, here. <laughs> Hold this. Or I'd give it to, like, my mom and be like, did you want another baby? Did you yeah, want you another did. baby? There you go. Um, so Miranda says, okay, fine. We can have a baby shower if you want to throw me a baby shower. That being said, though, no storks, uh, no... Cutesy baby shit? Yeah, no cutesy baby shit. I want fried chicken and, you know, Mm, whatever. Fried chicken. Fried chicken sounds amazing. I really want KFC, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so Charlotte goes overboard. As Charlotte does. As Charlotte's want to do. She does, like, 
do this whole there's this like mini scene that was completely unnecessary but incredibly sad um where charlotte's like well she if charlotte was going to throw a baby shower she need to she needed to erase all um evidence all evidence yeah that she ever wanted a baby and it shows like a whole bunch of workers painting over her nursery her nursery walls which oh my god that's so sad it made me like super sad for her and i'm like i feel like that's unnecessary but okay um but then charlotte goes into overdrive being like okay so i'm i i'm doing your registry and i'm gonna interrupt you at work you know to ask you if you want a like something i don't even know what it was it was it sound all that shit sounded made up wait and it absolutely was but it was on brand for charlotte because anytime charlotte's ever had to plan anything she immediately goes overboard because that's that's how she does that's her life that's her career yeah so she went totally crazy with it she and miranda have a huge fight where she's just like i might not even show up and then she reneges goes and charlotte did actually do everything that Miranda wanted, which was very sweet of her. As you should. As when you someone's should. like, oh, this is my party. Here's right. how I would like to do things. Yes. It was great. Um, until they were all there and um, Miranda opens a gift from someone. It's from Tiffany and it's a Tiffany rattle. The same one that Trey gave Charlotte when they started trying for a baby. Who needs... A Tiffany rattle. That thing is going to go in their mouth, guaranteed. Why would you get anything from Tiffany's to, to put in a baby's, baby's mouth? mouth? Yeah. Also, that baby doesn't fucking know what who Tiffany is. No. Or the co. I don't know that bitch. Like that's crazy. No. So completely unnecessary. And who knows how much that even is? Six dollars. Oh my god! Are you kidding me? It's no. probably six hundred dollars. <laughs> For that rattle. I don't look it up. You look it up. In today's terms, how much it would be. Exactly. Um, That wouldn't be great if they made it up. Like, if that was completely made up by the show, was the Tiffany baby rattle. Shut up. I'd be so mad. Because I have bought into it. (laughs) Because I really honestly thought that it was a very real life, New York only thing that I would never aspire to. And so I never thought about it. There's a Tiffany and Co. in Barcelona. I mean, hopefully. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's like three of them in Vegas and I would always go Ew. and laugh because <laughs> like all you're selling is sterling silver. Like that's the same stuff that my, that I use like as a fork to put stuff in my mouth and you're charging $600 for it. Like Tiffany's nuts. The concept of expensive jewelry is ridiculous. Yes. Tiffany's in general though. It's only 120. It's wow. Oh, oh that's, no, that's from a different place, but I want it and it's cute and it's, an elephant. Oh, uh, that's here, cute. I'm gonna show you. <laughs> this is I, this is gonna be our photo. It's just this baby rattle for the for this and you episode. You can personalize it with an engraving. Oh uh, my gosh, that's cute. Didn't yeah? Didn't Trey engrave it? I thought he did. What did he? I don't remember. Great, I don't remember what it said though. <laughs> Look. Uh, oh, that's cute. <sighs> I want one for me. I'm baby. I'm baby. I'm baby. <laughs> Bebe. 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 <gasps> um, oh, I uh, lied. Tiffany owes my ass because they have so many things and I want them. They have a stuffed bear with Tiffany blue paws and okay, it's $400. Here's the thing. De- Tiffany blue, like the Tiffany color blue. 
They is have a baby ball. 100%. I love that color. And that's all they've got. They have a bubble me. blower. A bubble blower. There's a three-piece set that comes with a mug, a bowl, and a plate for get, $145. Get the fuck. I'm going to buy it for myself for my birthday. <laughs> for your birthday. Oh, and they have another one that's different color. Oh, my God. They have a baby blanket. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's only $450. Only. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> So, Charlotte gets upset, gets triggered, runs out of the baby shower. Mm-hmm. Um, Miranda comes, comforts her, and is like, maybe I'm not going to be such a bad mom after all. Da-da-da. So, that's it. That's, that's it for them. So they then, have, I'm so sorry, Yeah, a sterling silver tin can baby bank. A I'm going to show you the picture. Baby bank. It's this right here. Oh, my God. That's so cute because it looks like a little Campbell soup can. I want you to tell me. How 600 much? no <laughs> 400 what higher it's, no way higher it's higher is it 800 higher is it a thousand dollars thousand fucking dollars no it looks like a campbell soup can and somebody just tore off the label and then scratched bank on the side and it's a thousand dollars one line of tiffany blue that runs up the side bonkers this is so stupid stupid i want it <laughs> oh i absolutely i'll tell want you it. what i will make you one i'll even leave the soup in <laughs> <laughs> bonus chicken noodle look at these baby combs Ugh. what is a baby comb it's what? a comb for your baby a cone comb oh a like comb. a hair comb i can't see it from oh, from over here so it just looks like a blob oh and my I was, god <laughs> Oh, it's the... Okay, all I was seeing was the tassel on the side of the comb. Oh. And so it just looked like some sort of, like, sex toy for a baby or something. It was really wild. I was like, what's happening? You can just whip your baby and not have it be sexual. Um, <laughs> can you? Because that just... I'm traumatized. They don't have any baby rattles, though, from what I've seen. Interesting. No real baby rattles. They have a bunch of baby spoons. Bebe. <laughs> <laughs> this piggy bank is $2,000. What money is this baby saving? What money could you have saved for your baby instead of buying a $2,000? Oof. Uh, I can't. I'm going to buy all of these things. I can't. All right. Let's move on to Carrie. I don't know if I can't. <laughs> you need to put your phone down. We need to focus on Carrie. There is The way she China. wants it. Oh, my God. Stop. I cannot. I can't. I will. A baby blanket. It's wool and cashmere. Cashmere? Cashmere. For a baby? For a baby. That baby is going to drool all over that cashmere. Get out. Part of it says, I'm something, but it doesn't tell me what it says. I'm broke is what it says. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, excuse me. Could you keep your voice down? I'm broke. (laughs) This is... A thousand fucking dollars. I cannot believe that tin can baby bank is a thousand dollars. I'm going to post this on Twitter. I need someone else to be mad. No one's going to be mad. I have friends who are bougie. We'll tell them to get it for you. (gasps) I'm having a baby shower. It's a little late, but I'm having one for myself. I'm baby. I'm baby. Okay. Okay. Carrie gets a haircut. Carrie's hair... Is now shoulder length. 
and ready for season five. I love her hair like this. I think it's the best look for her. I really liked her with the high pound. I love this look. I think she's pulling it off and she's pulling it all off yeah. better than she did a lot of her longer hair hairstyles. Mm-hmm. I just really love a high pound. I mean, high ponytails are great. However, it's a lot of hair hanging yes. down on the back of your neck. I say as I have a high <laughs> pony right now and my neck hurts. Sounds like so. you're a fucking fake ass bitch. I'm not fake. This is all real hair and it's all real heavy. (laughs) (laughs) Real hair, real heavy. Real hair, real heavy. Um, So she is at Vogue and Candace Bergen is there. Murphy Brown. Someone died. Stop. (laughs) Jay just died from Murphy Brown and that's so sad. And actually, now that I have cable, thank you for reminding me because now I have to set it to record Murphy Brown (laughs) because I didn't have access to Murphy Brown. It wasn't streaming on anything. And I was really bummed. I was like, they brought back Murphy Brown. I can't watch it. I can't watch it. This is garbage. So now I get to watch Murphy Brown. Very excited. Um, For those of you that are 12, uh, Murphy Brown was a show (laughs) in the late 80s, early 90s about Candace Bergen living it up working at like a news reporting type place and she was always relevant and always hard-hitting and it was amazing uh everything was great anyways um candace bergen says that her article is not vogue and it isn't and it isn't it's carrie bradshaw it will always be carrie bradshaw this is not the bold type where you're trying to find your voice this is Vogue. Um, so her friend who got her the job, Julian, also works at Vogue. Uh, he gets her drunk in his office because she's all sad about her article not working. And I'm so mad at her because instead of trying to work on her craft, she just decides to give up. Yeah, because that's Carrie. And I hate that so much, though. Like... If you have an opportunity to do something a little bit differently in the craft that you love, would you not do it? Like if somebody said, JD, I'm going to challenge you right now that you need to write a romantic comedy, even though you don't write romantic comedies and you have to do it in like third person narrative. Would you not be like, that is such a challenge. Oh, I would kill it. I love it. Yeah. Like that would be so amazing to do. That's what you do when you love something and someone gives you a challenge. She doesn't love writing. She loves shoes. I hate her so much. Anyways. Um, so Julian is talking to her and he's like kind of putting forth the vibe that he just sort of wants to be like a surrogate father to her. And it's sort of sweet. Um, and he says like, what's, you know, what's your deal like with men? And she says, well, or like, what would your dad say about you quitting this? Um, this article and she says well you know my dad quit my mom and I when I was like two so you know I don't think he would have much to say about it and he says it's really really interesting like your dad your dad left your dad left without any answers and And so so you spend your time asking asking questions questions about about men men. yeah and I was like uh and I was just like whoo okay so we're gonna make this about daddy issues cool 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 and that didn't do anything with that no i know and that makes me so that sad. makes me so mad i was like oh what a great like premise what a great premise because yeah. then she was like i couldn't help but wonder how much does the father figure 
figure. figure. And I was like, oh, and then Miranda's having issues with Steve, kind of mm-hmm. overstepping the limitations that they have. Mm-hmm. That'll be a, let's talk this out. And then right. Richard can be there for something. Mm-hmm. I guess the girl calls him daddy. So yeah. we could do something with this. That'll be super cool. And yeah. then it. And then they don't do anything with it. Doesn't do anything. And then, spoilers to the end of Carrie's section, mm-hmm. Jillian is a fucking. He wants to sleep with her. Because, of course, he does. Yeah, because, of course. Instead of mentoring her and helping her. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does that. But then he's also like, but I'm also trying like, to sleep with you. Yeah, but also, like, look at me. I'm in the Vogue closet in my underwear. So. Versace. Gross. Yeah. Ugh. It made me so mad because, yeah, so much of that kind of thing would be so interesting to do an actual deep dive into. Because everybody has daddy issues to a point. And I don't say issues in the sense that they're all bad issues. Mm -hmm. But we are all influenced by mother, like maternal figures and paternal figures. Absolutely. Our whole lives growing up. We look up to someone and what that person does or doesn't do affects us for the rest of our lives. Absolutely. And again, that's not a blaming thing. That's just a thing. A weird concept that people come into your lives and those experiences <laughs> change you for the good or for the bad. Yeah. And then you grow up trying to figure out what your problems are so then you can deal with them. Mm-hmm. And you either deal with them with other people mm-hmm. who might be able to fulfill those spots mm-hmm. or you just try to handle them. Mm-hmm. Concept. Wow. Right. Can we remake Sex and the City all six seasons and every single episode we take their themes and make them better and fix them? Yeah. And give us and like plan it out and plan out our entire season's arts. Mm -hmm. So we're like, okay, cool. So this has to lead to this. This has to go here. This has to move here. Let's make characters who are incredible. Mm -hmm. Let's make stories that are dynamic and push and pull and move and don't just have shitty characters committing character assassination because the script needs to get rid of them. Mm -hmm. And let's deal with these things. Yeah, that would be amazing. Have we ever had a TV show be remade? Not a TV show, I don't think. Yeah, because movies and plays, we well, I mean, plays. I mean, we've had, like, TV shows remade into movies, but we have not had, like, TV. Continuations. Yeah, it's continuations or, like, full reboots that have really nothing to do with the original, like Melrose Place. Um, Melrose Place did have something to do with the original. Heather Locklear came back to try to figure out who killed the dead body that was in the pool. And true, Katie Cassidy was trying to be like, "Oh my God, I love you, I worship you." And Heather Locklear was like, "Of course you do. Why wouldn't you?" Anyways, <laughs> move. You're ugly. Move. And I was like, "Oh my God, there is so much drama right now." Right, but it wasn't like the same in the sense that like we're remaking it. This new actress is Carrie. This yeah. new actress is Samantha. Mm, kind of a charmed. Thing. The new charmed. Are they doing new charmed? I I mean, they're doing a new charm. Yeah, I don't. I haven't it's seen an, any it's of it. It's a CW show. And people are saying that it's actually like kind of really cool. Huh. Okay. Uh, but I actually don't know if it's like they're playing. I was going mm-hmm. to say they're playing Piper Parabo. <laughs> Piper Phoebe and we were also watching the end of Coyote Ugly this morning. <laughs> <gasps> Why was I not invited? Um. Well, I mean, technically you were, but AQ showed up late, so it's fine. Um. I'm sorry. Were you watching it exactly at eleven? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> So shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. You can come over and watch Coyote Ugly anytime you want to. Let's do that. Okay. And then the entire time it's going to be me bitching. Be like, see, this is why this is better than Bless. And I'm going to say they're both garbage, first of all. This is also correct. <laughs> they are both utter trash. And that's just the way Feeling it is. Feeling broken. Mm-hmm. Barely. Except for one of them has share, so. 
Yeah, but one of them has Maria Bella. <laughs> Cher plus... Alan Cumming. Cumming. And plus Kristen Bell equals... Mm, uh, Kristen Bell's heavily not used well in that movie. Truth. So much truth. I will not be upstaged by a whore with mutant lungs. So great. I love when Kristen Bell can play a bitch. I love Kristen Bell as a bitch. More than anything else. That's what makes me so... I guess that's why it makes me upset about that movie. Because I would have just accepted that movie as being a bad movie. But it makes me mad because it had every single great thing going for it. That's true. And whoever had the pieces didn't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's fucked up. How could you do that to Cher? How could you do that to ex-Tina? How could you do that to Callan? Alan. And Cam. And Cam. I don't give a fuck about him. (laughs) But Stanley Tucci is in there. I couldn't. I wanted to guess Andy, but I couldn't. The Taurus in me couldn't. Um, And it just had all these great things. Um, Haven't seen The Last of Me is an incredible song, but it's the only good song. Right. And it's so something that could have been tacked onto the B-side of a Cher album, and we would have been happy with it, too. And I'm like, the music should have been better. We should have gotten a fucking duet. A fucking duet. How are you going to have It Takes a Legend to Create a Star Mm -hmm. as your fucking tagline Mm -hmm. and then not have them do a fucking duet? Mm -hmm. That's stupid. That's bullshit. And they both have uniquely different voice or uh, unique voices Mm -hmm. that are also like go deep and heavy. Mm -hmm. So I don't accept the fact that like, oh, we couldn't figure out a song that would cater to both of them. No, ma'am. You can have Meryl Streep and Piers Brosnan doing a fucking duet. Right. You can have Cher and X-Tina doing a duet and Mm -hmm. I will not accept anything less. And that's why I'm so mad at Burlesque because it had great pieces. (laughs) It had great shit to do and it let me down. See, I was so all in for the badness, but the very tip top of insanity for me was the fact that it ended in air rights. Air rights! (laughs) Air rights! Out of all the things in the world, that is what that screenwriter came up with. Wild. Wild. And I can see them being like, oh, you know what hasn't been done before? Let's figure it out this way. And the only way Christina would have been able to figure that out is because she went on that date with that dude who was talking about purchasing air rides. Right. Oh, my God. We have it all figured out. And I was like, how undynamic. You have Cher walk into some motherfucker's room and be like, let me smack you down with the hand of Jesus. Here's what you're not gonna do. You are not gonna buy my shit. I will not sell to you. I will keep being here and that's how the fuck it's gonna go down. And the next scene that comes from the background, she's like, and because of this reason is why you can't do it. Backing her up. Feminism. Not because like, next scene is just like, feminist. <gasps> I went on a date with a rich guy once and he talked about air rights. Which, in any other place, I'm like, that's how you use that information well. Here, it was it's just so, so shoehorned in. Shoehorned, yeah. anticlimactic. I cannot speak today. <laughs> Ever. But today specifically. <laughs> and that's how. And the final song doesn't even have shit in it. I know. Oh, God. It's such a roughie. The roughy. final song doesn't even have shit in it. The whole thing is a roughie. And I'm my favorite thing. Oh, it's such a trash compactor of a show. Oh, it's so great. It's just so terrible. Like, even, like, the part where, like, Cher is teaching Christina Aguilera how to put on makeup, who already has a perfect amount of makeup on. That's my favorite, is it's like, girl, you're such a train wreck. Cut to, you know, Mac artist applied makeup. Christina Aguilera. I'm like, what is you? What are you trying to teach her? Dumb She's line. fine. 
<laughs> the dumb lines because also in that scene where some like it's the dumb lines that people thought were profound which like yes <laughs> doing your makeup is like painting a painting <laughs> but if instead of a canvas it's your face and then everyone else is like oh my god profound incredible and i was like yeah that doesn't mean anything <laughs> there was no correlation there did you know that blue of the sky is the same color as the ocean <laughs> boom <laughs> i was like who and i feel so bad because that screenwriter and or screenwriters thought, thought they were they doing were good. it thought they were doing they good we're like oh man we are gonna give them everything that they want and i was like no you gave me a lazy hand job where my dick didn't even get hard you tried to spit on it but you got more spit on your chin than you did on my dick and then you're like i'm kind of tired can you just finish this can you finish this i gotta go i gotta go that's what that movie was to me and that is why i will never stand for it and that's that's why coyote ugly will be there for me because coyote ugly i was like who cares about any of these people <laughs> except for john goodman except for john goodman and she gets to grow and she gets to have her moment and she gets to have cute looks maria bello gets to understand what's going on that bitchy rachel character gets to be like mm, i respect you game respects game who expected anything out of Piper Parabo? Nobody. Nobody. And she Before gave it Before or since. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, mm, what famous artist can we get in to kind of do the music? <gasps> Land Land rhymes. rhymes. <laughs> like, <laughs> who cares about any of these people? So the bar was set super low. And then I had a blast. And then these girls were giving it to me. And then the right kind of wrong is incredible. Um, Can't fight the moonlight is incredible. (laughs) Piper Parabo half singing, half moving. Because it's not dancing. No. To one way or another. I'm like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Hell no H2O to this day. When I'm I'm trashing and getting drunk, they're like, do you want some water? You should really drink water. Take care of yourself. I'm like, hell no H2O. And then I will always have one friend and I will always respect that friend more than anybody else in the group who's like, um, that's the fire marshal. Regardless of what bar we're at, they're like, that's the fire <laughs> marshal. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, then just a little bit of water. And that's like our safe word. <laughs> they're like, no, bitch, you, you need water. I'll tell you something, though. Better than both of those movies. So you better watch out. Absolutely. Better than either one of those movies. Is your share impression that you did just now? <laughs> that gave me life. I need that on video. I need to play that when I'm down because your lip placement and everything gave me all of the life that I need to go on living for the rest of my life. I don't even know was, that I did a share it, impression. It was so great. Where? You did it with And I'm like, putting on makeup. Oh. <laughs> I died. It was the best uh, thing I've ever seen. You did the facial, like you moved your face all the way. It was beautiful. I didn't even realize I did an you impression. Did. It was so great. <laughs> the oh, re-listen yeah. to this is going to be fantastic for you. <laughs> Neil, you're welcome. You, Neil, you're Neil so- reminded us that he is still listening. Yes, thank you, Neil. We love you. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> if anybody else wants to find us. 
We are on Instagram and Twitter at We Swear on Chanel. Please send us all of your stories, your dick pics, your boob pics, your whatever pics. No, not whatever. Don't don't send us like pictures of dead babies. That's really sad. <laughs> Joe's like, ah, I'll take them. I'll take them. I'll take them. Give me your tired, your hungry, your masses, <laughs> and your dead babies. I'll take them all. Okay. You can just you can send the boob pics to me. Boobs are pretty. I want. I can't wait until I'm in a show that's super hyper realistic and not hyper realistic. That's set in a hyper reality. That's mm-hmm. two different things. Where my character's just a fucking asshole, and it's just me raiding dead babies. Oh my god! And be like, mm, this one like doesn't look sad enough. Like his parents aren't even crying. Anyways, next this one right here. It's like the we rate dogs, but for- he got right over. This oh my is, god! This one right here. This is Gabe from <laughs> Pet Cemetery the First. No. Do you see how his foot's over here? But then like his head and his body are over here. But then one of his eyeballs is like way over here. Love that look. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. <laughs> anyway, send us all of that to I couldn't help a podcast at gmail.com. Have you seen the new Pet Cemetery? No, I know. Chris and I want to go see it. And it is so funny that this is coming up right now because a baby dies in that. Mm. And we raided the baby because we're like, um, no. the way this scene was set up and the way that that thing was coming through and the way the body was found would not make sense. Mm. That baby should have looked like this. And like this, and have <laughs> no, it would have never just done that. We rated Three a dead ten. baby. We rated a dead baby, <laughs> and they come back and they look wonky, and I'm just like, mm, better. <laughs> Yikes! No. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, All I'm right, living in my hyper reality where I'm a monster. Con- Isn't that fun? Congratulations! You've got a. You're one a monster to have a great share impression. You've made it. Congratulations. Thank you, everybody, who <laughs> believed in me. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, uh, until next time, remember, always, always wear, wear a condom. condom. Bye. It's not stopping. It's not stopping. <laughs>